Hello and welcome to the Pod Bible Podcast. This is a very special edition, a bonus edition, a CrimeCon UK bonus edition of the podcast. And the second one we've had uh, a couple of weeks ago, we put out an episode with Lady Justice, Generation Y and Handcuffed. That was on the 4th of October. We're back now with the second set of podcasters that we spoke to at CrimeCon UK. Uh, my name is Adam Richardson. I should say that up front. Uh, and I was very happy to go along to CrimeCon a few weeks ago on a Saturday with Stu Whiffen from Pod Bible. We met lots of different podcasters, lots of true crime professionals. You know, they had lots of stuff going on. It wasn't just podcasts, uh, but of course, that was our main focus. Uh, and it was great to, to chat to lots of different people about their shows. So you're going to hear from three different shows, but there's actually four and there's actually four different people. But we'll explain all that when we get to it. Let's kick things off with a chat that I had with Bob, who is one half of Twisted Britain. Okay, I'm here with Bob from Twisted Britain. Uh, we are at CrimeCon, which uh, I'm enjoying a lot. How are you finding it? Uh, so far, it's been great, actually. It's really nice to put faces to voices yes. kind of for us. We've been joking, we're probably one of the smaller podcasts that here kind of, uh, for, for downloads and things like that, but we're all fans of the other shows as well, so it's nice to kind of go, oh, I've been, I, I feel like I know you, but yeah. I've never actually met you, if you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's kind of where we're at, yeah. That is a very strange part of podcasting, isn't it? When, yeah. you, uh, when you see somebody who you feel that you sometimes know quite intimately, because you listen to them uh, Absolutely, because things like um, Bethan from Seeing Red happens, has got her new baby with her, but right. you know, I feel like I kind of know her already, but we've yeah. never actually met in real life, and it's just... So you kind of know bits about people's lives without knowing them, yeah. if that makes sense. It does, totally. Yeah, it's a very strange thing, uh, but lovely as well. It is incredible, yeah, yeah. So Twisted Britain, could you tell us a little bit about it? So Twisted Britain is hosted by myself and uh, one of my best mates, Alice, uh, Ali here, and um, we record in a pub. Right, okay, I like the sound of this already. So we record in the Settle Inn in Stirling. It's the oldest pub in Stirling. It's been serving booze for nearly 300 years now. Wow. Uh, and one of the, their most ridiculous things that they do is they allow us to record a podcast in the back room so we take it week about to tell a, a, a tale from kind of history mm-hmm. and it's always something with a sprinkling of weird we like to say so okay. it's maybe stuff that people haven't normally heard of or something that we've been reading and just gone oh I want, to, I want to know a bit more about that. And if we want to know a bit more about it, we figure maybe our listeners do too. Of course. So we take a week about to tell each other a case. And uh, when Ali's doing his case, I don't know what he's going to talk about. When I'm doing Perfect. mine, he doesn't know what he's going to talk about. You know, so so the, the other person plays the, the part of the listener and goes, no, hang on a minute, you said earlier or whatever. You know. so, so there's a bit of back and forth banter that we, we, that we like to do. And uh, we love it. Yeah, sounds great. All right. So, and obviously you're a completely independent podcast. I'm always interested in how independent podcasts find creating their show around their normal lives around their work lives especially a lot you know true crime can require a lot of research yeah. sensitive research as well you don't want to mess things up do you so no. how do you find that like I say I think and you'll probably get the same answer from a lot of people here you do it for the love of it it's actually not mm. the editing and stuff like that isn't obviously pleasurable fitting the research in is it, it becomes a part of a hobby almost yeah. so you, you where you would maybe find people that go and play around a golf where, when they're doing that we're sitting reading about historical cases yeah for us, the fun is the, the, the delivery night. So when we sat down in front of the microphone, pint in hand, and going, right, tell me a story. Yeah. And that feeling of, oh, I'm going to record tonight, is never a, oh, I need to go and record tonight. Mm. So, and I think if it ever did become that, you kind of go, especially as independent podcasters, you know, this is something we do for not, I'll give you a clue, we're not making a million quid out of this. Do you know You're what not. I mean? <laughs> okay. 
So yeah, if it ever became not for the love, I think it would be something that you have to go, there's a lot of time invested in it. Yeah. Um, and that's why I've got a lot of admiration for a lot of the people here. The, the, the time and effort that people put into something mm. that is, in essence, a hobby, yeah. is incredible. Um, yeah. and, and it has to be respected, especially considering that we put it out there for people to listen to for completely free. And, and, and that's the way I want it always to stay, especially for Twisted Britain. We'll never charge for Twisted Britain because mm-hmm. actually we're just happy that somebody other than my mum wants to listen to it. You know? Yeah. Does your mum actually listen to it? Uh, well, <laughs> do you know, I don't actually know. I need a check. <laughs> oh, let's hope so. And how are you finding CrimeCon? Obviously, um, is this the first time you've done something like this where this you first... meet listeners? Yeah, this is the first convention we're at. Met a couple of our, our uh, listeners have been in. Mm. Um, one, of, one of them I've met before because she came up to go to the pub, having listened to the podcast. Right. Part of her holiday, she went to the pub. So I met her, so then... Uh, come back and see us today so it's nice That's to kind of cool yeah yeah to these people that comment on our posts online and all that kind of stuff and I'm like you know them as a profile picture yeah but in the same way as meeting all the podcasters is cool meeting the listeners is why we're here you know these are the people that we're like ever ever grateful for because if you're not if nobody's downloading it then we're doing something wrong exactly yeah yeah it must be very strange but really rewarding to actually meet these people it really say, is okay, yeah. they're not just numbers on a screen we, we saw somebody kicking about in a Twisted Britain t-shirt earlier and that's the, the, the blew my mind wow you know, like, incredible yeah. yeah yeah. did they recognise you because yes. that's another thing with podcasts you know yeah. a lot of them don't you know on social media they'll be posting about their episodes but they're not necessarily putting photos of themselves yeah. out there no, but, uh, I, yeah we, do, we have done in pub selfies and things like that yeah. and we did a couple yesterday on the journey down and, yeah, and of stuff course. so yeah people People sadly know what we look like. But, um, <laughs> well, for uh, listeners of the Pod Bible podcast who can't see you right now, it's a joy. It's a joy to be able to oh, see you. Oh, you're a very kind man. <laughs> you're a very kind All man. right. Well, thank you very much. Uh, enjoy the rest of the, the weekend and uh, best of luck with your show. Thanks very much, man. That was really cool. No problem. Thank you, Bob. All right. Next podcast, as you will have seen from the artwork and the episode title, is Conning the Con. And I spoke to Sarah, who, again, is one half of the team behind Conning the Con. But she has also got a brand new show called Stop the Killing. So we had to have a little chat about that as well. So here is Sarah talking about Conning the Con and Stop the Killing. Okay, I'm here at CrimeCon with Sarah from Conning the Con and Stop the Killing. How does that work, first of all? You've got two podcasts. I know, a bit greedy, aren't I? Too true, too true. Well, the first one was how I fell into podcasting, and then the second one's grown out of that experience. And, yeah, it just keeps going. Okay, so tell us about them. How are they different? You know, what are they? Sure, well, they're very different. Okay, so the first one, Conning the Con, it rose out of the embers of my sister's experience of dating a serial con man that she met on Tinder. Wow. Yep. Wow. And, you know, like, she dated him for six months and he groomed her over that time and there was a few red flags, but nothing that would be, like, showstopper. Mm. Uh, So the day after she transferred $300,000 into his bank account for a property investment, using the air quotes, uh, was the day that she discovered his real identity. But the kicker is... He didn't know that she'd discovered his real identity. And at that point, we hit record and uh, wow. we recorded this the rest great. of it. Okay. And uh, basically spent the next two and a half months ruining his world uh, and taking it down. And uh, it was a crazy story. Like, we literally felt like we were living in a Netflix drama. Uh, so, you know, he fled the country. He wrote an autobiography for us, which was very much supposed to be James Bond, but 
more Johnny English. Yeah. Uh, and we have a psychologist on the on the podcast that runs through and talks about the red flags that you can really be aware of. Because the one question that people always ask me when they hear my sister was conned was, how does she fall for it? I wouldn't fall for that. Yeah. And the truth is, we are all susceptible to fall for it. Of and um but there's a lot of psychology behind the reason that we, we are, and it's making people aware of it. So our, our driver with that podcast was to basically, all along, it was like, if this stops one person being conned or helps somebody recover from the trauma of being conned, it will have been job done. And, and that was our focus all the way through. And uh, I think after we released the first episode, we were really lucky somebody reached out to us and we just went box ticked. So Yeah, wow. I am honestly <laughs> really intrigued and I want to go and listen to that now. Thank so you. I'm sure people who are listening to this will feel the same way. And then Stop the Killing. So I take it Conning the Con did well and you yes, were enjoying fact, doing it and you covered the story. Go yes, and so it's a 14 episodes that was released early in the year. And I have to just say, this is very exciting for me. We've never done that before. And we got uh, nominated for the International Women's Podcast of the Year. And we became runners-up in our category on Thursday. I was going to so. say, that was Thursday, wasn't it? it? Was. We had uh, our digital editor was there. I think oh, she fabulous. was on the judging panel, Fran. Oh, amazing. Um, and I think there's going to be an article on our website about that very soon. Oh, um, there you go. But that's cool. Well done. I mean, like, mind-blowingly cool for us. We yeah. were expecting none of that. So, yeah. you know. Oh, it must be so nice, you know. We've all been, you know, locked down, not doing anything. Suddenly, you're at an awards event, and now you're at CrimeCon. <laughs> Tell you what, I've been living for these moments. Yeah, it's been locked away, and also, like, I mean, podcasting's not my background or journalism or anything like that. So it's very much self-taught. So it was very nice to be recognised that you know mm. a little muppet on a couch with Garage Band could actually do something that was that yeah. was worthy of even being mentioned. So yeah, yeah. very proud of that moment. That's amazing. Yeah, and that's thank the beauty you. of podcasting. You know that people can. You know, a lot of the shows in this hall will have started in a in a similar vein, I imagine. Just yes. they've got something they're passionate about or interested about. Just press record and put it out there and yeah. uh, gain an audience. So stop the killing. I can <laughs> see some books. You've got books. Okay. That's not a podcast. That's a book. I know. And trust me, I'm not the author. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this is my co-host's book. Right. Uh, and uh, Catherine Schweit, and it is called Stop the Killing. So after Conning the Con came out, you know, Serendipity brought me together with Catherine, and she is the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. Yeah. So after the Sandy Hook Elementary uh, School massacre, mm-hmm. she was tasked by the White House to uh, do the first ever research into why mass shootings were happening, how to prevent them, were they on the rise. Yeah. That research had never been done before, which is kind of batshit nuts yeah. anyway, right? Because it's 2012 and there'd already been loads. So she's the world's, I mean, foremost expert in this uh, area. Right. So... Uh, we connected, and uh, she was like, people say I should make a podcast. I'm like, hey, let's have a chat. I know how to do that. I, I just wait how to do that. We yeah. should do something. Um, and she was up for it, which was amazing. And so we've just released our first episode um, on on Thursday, and our second one's out on Monday. Nice. And the whole point of it is to replace sort of fear with facts, and uh, we've all got the power to prevent these mass shootings. It's actually in the public's power, not yeah. the police's power. So each episode we look um, at a specific incident and take a deep dive into what went wrong, what went right, what was learned from it, and what can you do if you're in that situation to actually get muscle memory if you're in that situation in a movie theatre would you know that it's firecrackers? Would you know that it's gunshot? Right, okay. Fight or flight, what yeah. would you do? And, and the thing is that I've learned 
you have to actually have thought about it beforehand to know what to do. And we go through some really emotional cases to to sort of say, this is what worked, this is what didn't, and these are the results. And then at the end of each podcast, she gives us gives me a little quiz as the non-law enforcement person. Yeah. Uh, and... Um, we go through the killer's background, but really, it's not about the killer. It's about the listener and me, and teaching me and and hopefully the listeners that there are points along the way in that person's life that somebody could have put their hand up and said something about yeah. it. And those pinch points of things that uh, we don't do, we don't we don't naturally do them. And in fact, you know, on the first episode, there was we do the Sandy Hook um, massacre, as I said, and the killer actually had put plastic black plastic bags on his windows for six months or so I think it was before it happened and when she was telling me this fact at the end I said what should I have picked up the phone about and she said well you're a neighbor you know some those neighbors would have seen that somebody's put black plastic bags they know there's a child living in that house that's a point and I said there is no bloody way I would have rung up about that one that's not a crime two I'm not the nosy neighbour. And she said, that's the problem, isn't it? That, so it's really about training ourselves to take the power back as a community and protect each other. And really, it sounds scary, the title, Stop the Killing. Stop the not, Killing. But not the lightest. The <laughs> not the lightest of summer I wasn't weeks. expecting much, you know, light frivolity <laughs> yeah, here today. Exactly. That's fine. True story, that, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but really, it's an empowering... It's going to put the power back in our hands. And that's how I feel after I record every episode. So, yeah. Great. Okay, wow. Well, yeah, I, I wasn't expecting to be so intrigued by your two different podcasts. And I'm I know. interested to. I look quite boring. Uh, to listen. No, I just, well, firstly, I didn't know you had two. And uh, yeah, they both sound really interesting. So, and how have you found it just briefly being here? Have you had people coming up who listen to the show? And, yeah, well, yeah. well have, the, the odd one, the first one in the um, elevator this morning was like, oh, Connie the Con, I've, I've heard of you. And I'm like, oh, really? That's amazing. Yeah. So strange. it's been a full experience of newness to me because, again, this time last year, I was, you know, not, not doing anything like this. So it's fabulous. Good, brilliant. Well, best of luck with uh, both shows. Thank Any you. plans for a third? Oh, I've already got loads. There you go. Yeah. Right. Okay, cool. <laughs> and uh, yeah, amazing. And I'd love to have a little read of the book. But so your co-host, are they here? She's in America, funnily enough, so she's not. Oh, that makes a lot of sense, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, but she did kindly send me all of these make books the to, to <laughs> lug on the tube here. So oh, nice. I'd better so you, not be going home with any of them. You have to carry her books. and uh, yeah, Are you taking a cut? No, I'm, not. <laughs> I'm sending her love instead okay. with some cash. All right. Well, brilliant to talk to you and best of luck with both shows. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. Uh, yeah, love that. And uh, I think since then, uh, Sarah and uh, the team and Conning the Con won an award at the International Women's Podcast Awards. So congratulations to you guys. All right, let's finish things up for this episode with our final chat. This was with a pair, a couple. As you will hear, uh, they have fantastic pedigree when it comes to true crime, considering what their careers were uh, before they got into podcasting. You're going to hear all about that right now as I speak to Sally and John from True Crime Investigators UK. All right, so I'm here now with John and Sally from True Crime Investigators UK at CrimeCon. How are you both? We're fine. Yeah, we're good. Enjoying it. Enjoying the day? Yeah, yeah. It's quite a... Uh, I mean, we've been really impressed so far with... Um, 
the amount of different podcasters there are here, the amount of different types of shows there are here, um, and the audience that's coming through. It's great. So your show, True Crime Investigators, could you tell us about it? John, Sally, who wants to start? Go on, John. Go on, then. How how, how did it start? What's it all about? Well, our backgrounds, uh, we're both ex-police officers. We're both retired. But uh, Sally came out of the police and retrained to be a, a lawyer. Okay. So she's worked in the criminal law side of law and now retired as well. So yep. when we had time on our hands, we, we initially thought we'd go and write some books on true crime because we read true crime and, mm-hmm. and uh, fell across podcasting about 18 months, two years ago. Never heard of it before. And when we listened to them, sort of got interested in it. And decided that we'd have a go ourselves with we've met some other people who could help produce it and edit it yeah and uh we're we're sort of fairly unique in that we actually our podcast is more of a documentary type podcast where we actually interview people involved in the cases we're looking at senior police officers witnesses family victims families etc so we actually reinvestigate the crime and try and piece it all back together again and we comment on it as we go along, why, why this has happened or whatever, what the police's course of action was, what, where the evidence was leading to. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas a lot of the podcasts are scripted. They, they, they research yep. and read them, and, the, and they're fine, and they've got a very big following, as you can see today. Yep. Uh, but ours is you know, a different type of format. We just came at it from a different angle, really. Yeah. We wanted to tell the story not sensationalize mm. it but but tell the story of cases through the mouths of people that were there and that were involved as, as john said relatives senior investigating officers policemen o- other experts witnesses defendants um just anybody to 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 bring the story alive yeah and of course part of our old job was doing exactly that. Yeah. You'd go and find people who may help or may not. You've got to find them, trace them, speak to them, see what they can say and move on to the next bit of evidence. And that's exactly what we do with this, really. We make phone calls. The one we've just finished is a, a concerning the defendant, Michael Tellin, who murdered his wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I made some inquiries, found the senior officer in Devon who dealt with it. Who's now in his 70s. Is, okay. And rang him, well, made some inquiries from contacts we've got basic police work really yeah and eventually got to him he's called brian and he spoke to us and i said would you come on the show and tell us what happened on the day you got involved and what you did subsequently and he did and of course then we tracked the uh, victim down her, her sister who lives in america found her didn't we yeah we found um the, the victim in this case was a girl called Monica yeah. and her sister, Erica, her younger sister, Erica, uh, lives in Oregon in the USA and we tracked her down and obviously we don't just kind of ring people up and say, OK, we're recording, do you want to tell us about the sad case of your sister? Mm. We do a lot of preparation be- and make sure that they're happy to speak to us first. And in fairness, when I first contacted her, you know, I, I sent an email and I got a, a one-line email back. Right. And, and then we kind of chatted over email and then we did Skype. And she spoke to us probably for a couple of hours. And then at, at the end of that couple of hours, she said to us, I'm happy with you guys. I, I, I would like to record my, my family, my sister's story. 
and we did we did quite a few Several, few well, hours, many hours yeah. with her and um, you know that's that's just the way that that we think that people ought to be ought to be treated yes. yeah that's great so I imagine you know we've spoken to a lot of people here today and all kinds of different backgrounds and you know a lot of them just super fans of the genre and wanted to come up with something themselves that they could talk about and uh, you know some fantastic shows but yeah the sort of credibility that the pair of you have and I guess the ability to offer that reassurance that you're going to deal with things sensitively and you know what you're talking about must really help when you're reaching out to these people. Clearly with uh, Erica, her name, isn't it? She, she was, as you'd expect, very suspicious at first, mm. but when we speak to people, and, and particularly her, we sort of try and answer all the questions. And, and what struck us, we've only been going about 18 months, haven't we? And what struck us mainly is that, of course, when the police inquiry is concluded, when the defendants gone to court if, if they do the police will never forget them of course the people yeah. involved in the case never forget what they've dealt with but as time goes by you lose touch with these people mm. because that's the way it is and we were quite astounded how affected 30 odd years after her sister was murdered the effect on her and her family all those years and it's ruined many lives yeah and and of course she was quite relieved that she could talk to us about it because she thought her sister had been forgotten. And at the end of it all, she did say, thank you, you've given Monica a voice. And that was something that was really important to her mm. because lots of people, as soon as they heard that her sister had been murdered, they just want all the gory details. It's yeah. kind of the morbid curiosity. And she didn't, she didn't want to go through that. She wanted to tell people what her sister was like yeah. and, and how she fitted into their family mm. and now that she's gone how much she was missed by their family and the effect that that had had and I think that's something that we managed to we managed to achieve she certainly said that lovely so this episode is it out now was it across a number of episodes you recorded hours and hours it, it was um it was three episodes yep. and they came out in July, and the last, the third one was was August. Okay. So they're all. And what's the title of that episode for any of our listeners who are thinking I need to listen to this immediately? It's the Michael Telling murder, with Monica Zumsteg telling as the as the victim. Right. Okay. Fantastic. Okay. And the, the first episode is called A Chance Meeting. Mm -hmm. The second episode. Uh, is called Ill or Evil, and the third episode is called Ruined Families. Brilliant. Well, I'm sure uh, some people will be going to have a listen to that. I certainly will. Just quickly, just to focus on where we are, CrimeCon UK, how have you found it so far? Have you had any listeners come, come to see you yet? Or uh... Well, we, we, our general listeners are all over the world. Yes, I bet. And, and of course, we're quite astounded how well it's gone mm. and we've not really advertised it at all we, we, we've sort of put it out and not expecting you've got to get your name known on this like yes. any any public sort of platform when you get known you get more followers of course yes and of course we we just put it out and the guy who's producing sort of said you know don't expect much to start with and then don't expect much in the long term yes. you know it just depends how the people like it just let the word and spread we're up to about 48,000 downloads now. Fantastic. And, and that's 48,558 at the last check. <laughs> right. When did you last check? This morning? <laughs> uh, yesterday, actually. <laughs> okay. And, um, and, of course, mainly it's gone on and, and got into the top 200, uh, in and out of the top 200, and people look at that, obviously, and look 
what's trending, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, and of course, otherwise, other ways are people's word of mouth. Mm-hmm. And uh, the analytics we've got for who's listening are bizarre. I'm obsessed with the analytics. Oh, I'm one of those people yeah. too. I'm always yeah, every morning. stats, yeah. locations, how long are they listening for, well, yeah. different demographics. Yeah, so, yeah we're busy. We're big in Kazakhstan. Are you? <laughs> I, probably. Yeah, I would have assumed that. <laughs> well, no, I mean, uh, is UK of course America because of what's gone on in the because she was Monica was American. Yeah. So you know we've got involved with people over there and Australia. There's an Australian connection to this. We've done a joint podcast with an Australian podcaster. Right. So of course they've listened to it in Australia and, and the figures go up. Yeah. Um, but. We're astonished, beyond astonished, how places in the world like Peru, uh, <laughs> you'd never even... How yeah. do they know about little old us in England? <laughs> Fantastic. But, but the, the guys that we work with in Australia, they were the evidence locker, and they gave us some information. We gave them some information. Mm. They did an, an episode about the telling uh, murder. So it's... It's just a two-way street, really. And yeah. certainly with all the, all the podcasters that are here, we're talking about things that we're all going to do. And people are going, oh, right, well, I'll, I won't do that one then. I'll, I'll leave that, that to you. So, so there's a really, really good camaraderie amongst, yeah. amongst true crime podcasters. They were strangers yesterday, and now, now they're all really good friends. Yeah, that's fantastic. And it, of course, adds to the list of podcasts that you'll now need to listen to. Absolutely. To. And that's Brilliant. how we, we got to be at CrimeCon, actually, because we wanted a contact in America. So you emailed CrimeCon America right. to try and get somebody over there. And it got forwarded, unbeknown to us, CrimeCon was in the planning, mm. UK. So they sent it to Michael here, who uh, spoke to us and said... What can we, we do are. to help? And uh, we'd never heard of CrimeCon UK, of course, because this is the first one. Well, of course, yeah. So it's it's like police work. Start at the beginning and keep going. Yeah. And the more you... till you get what you want. want. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, thanks very much to both of you for talking to us. And hopefully a few people will uh, have listened to this and will now check out your show and add to those download numbers. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank nice you. to speak thank to you. you. Thank you, Sally. Thank you, John. And uh, yeah, True Crime Investigators UK, yet another true crime podcast that is worth your time if you're into that kind of thing. Uh, And a lot of people are. And uh, my wife is one of them. I've lost count of the number of times I've uh, come to bed to find her fast asleep listening to some crazy crime story, which I then have to switch off immediately so I don't have nightmares. Anyway, thank you. Uh, And, you know, as, as you know, it's not all gruesome stories about about death and killing there's, there's a lot of different variety and nuance as well uh, within true crime in terms of the stories that are covered and uh you know, 99% of the time they're all done with with huge respect uh to the victims to the victims families uh and uh yeah to to the tales that are being told so go and check some of these pods out if you fancy and by all means head to CrimeCon UK I believe they'll be doing it again next year uh, so if you like the sound of it, then uh, give it a Google. And uh, yeah, I'm sure they've got a newsletter you can sign up to so you can get news on tickets. All right. Thank you to everybody uh, who, who got involved. As I said in the last bonus episode, we didn't pre-prepare any of these. I didn't email anybody ahead of time. I just turned up with a mic and said, can I speak to you about your show? So uh, thanks a lot to everybody that did get involved. Uh, and we'll be back next week for a normal episode of the Pod Bible podcast. See you then.